Hello, everybody. Welcome to Strength Hammer Podcast, Episode 9. We're one away from being an official podcast. <laughs> that's how it works. That's, it, that's what I've been told. You're, you're not official podcast until you have 10 podcasts done. It's so weird. It's an arbitrary. It's got to get the double digits. Um, but today, everybody, I have a very, very special guest. Our sponsor, Sean McAfee, Brush for Hire. Welcome, Sean. Well, thank you very much. You, need, you might need to speak higher. Yeah. Just be safe. Well, thank you very much. Uh, so, as most of you have been listening, if you have been listening, thank you. If you are just tuning in, this is your first episode. Um, hi, welcome. Hi. But uh, <laughs> just, I've just been having people on, um, technically hosts of the show and just some friends, to just chat, find out their stories, and share it with the larger audience. So today we're going to have Sean do that with us, and we'll also chat, ramble, <laughs> and find some rabbit holes to go down. What I'm good at, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, before we begin, Sean, why don't you tell everybody kind of what you've been going on lately? Because you just had a pretty big milestone with Twitch. Yeah, yeah, I just surpassed a thousand followers on Twitch, which I'm super excited about. Um, for those who don't know, I'm full time commission painter. I stream Monday through Friday. Uh, all of my commission work, I stream about forty fifty hours a week. You assault bananas regularly. Yes, yeah, I, yeah, I murder bananas on a regular basis. Um, people seem to like that and want that for some reason, so that's what I do. Got to give people what they want. Uh, I get a lot of viewers that just say they show up for the banana murder and then they leave. <laughs> you need to start carving bananas, like sculpting faces on bananas. You might need to freeze them first, that would, but that would yeah, that definitely take the next level. Because I've been putting googly eyes on appeals and stuff and drawing faces on them. But sculpt on like like the handsome Squidward face on oh, a banana. That would be amazing. So much work. And then eat it. It's like so much work for that. You need to commit to the bit. I know. I know I'm running out of ideas and running out of ways to murder bananas. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, so congrats on that. Well, um, thank you. Like I said, we're, we're about to hit a big milestone here to have 10 total podcasts. I think the next podcast we'll probably get Neil, Matt, and yourself on yeah, all at yeah. once. Because um, that, that is the original hosts for this show. I guess when it originally yeah, began, original lineup, yeah. And then you've been busy becoming more popular than any of us, so right, bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are we, what rating are we trying to keep this at? Uh, who are we just doing whatever? Uh, okay, the the classic. <laughs> um, this podcast is not for kids. <laughs> Fuck shit, damn. Right, see, now we're good. Wieners, poo poo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be, be, Only whatever. highbrow humor here. It's the highest. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, how long have we known each other now? Oh my gosh! Uh, like really known each other, like in that way. Yeah, in like that way. really known. Yeah, uh, really. <laughs> well, that was that first Nova convention. We had to share a bed together. Um, I say it's when we really got to know each other. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's been around six years, maybe. Sounds about right. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I know because you you've been local uh, in my area because you live about an hour from me. Yeah. Um, but you painted. You said for years, and we'll get into that here mm-hmm. shortly. I'll let you tell your story, but yeah, it's it's been fun to uh, have our friendship develop. And, and I mean, you you've saved you saved my butt a few times. I'll try and save your butt a few times, and it's definitely. I mean, it's it's one of those things of you know. I mean, where I'm at now today is partly because of you, you know, pushing me and dragging me along to that very first convention I ever went to, you know, and it, it it's very cool the way our friendship has grown. 
even before that but because of that and after that and kind of like where it's like we both kind of make headway in what we do in different ways and different strides but it's like we both kind of one thing I like about our friendship is that we both kind of have our own little realms of what we do because you're so much more into the play side of this hobby I'm so much more into the painting side of this hobby and then it's that overlap but we both encourage and, and cheer for each other and are excited for each other's accomplishments and there's never you know even though we make jokes about who's, whose friend is who and who's more popular than who at this five seconds <laughs> it's like who cares you know, yeah it's just like one of the things of like it's a very tongue-in-cheek thing that's the one thing i love about our friendship because even when we go to convention to each, with each other we have our times we hang out with each other but there's big stretches of time during convention where we don't even see each other mm-hmm. and that's very cool you know and it's not like we went together and we didn't see each other ah, you know it's like it, it doesn't matter well it's know? it's because we play in the different worlds uh of this hobby that when we get to these conventions it's we have friends that we want to see at those conventions whereas yeah. we get to hang out like this as much as we want um granted uh, uh big big rona has made it harder but um yes also we live in the state of pennsylvania which has stopped giving so much of a crap about things because we haven't really been hit that hard and and there's been a lot more pushing to Let's 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 say remove some civil liberties. Let's you want to get political on it? No, we don't. Um, the world is flat. The earth is flat. <laughs> the moon landing was fake. Nah, they're coming. Ah, tinfoil hat. Go, go, let's, go. Let's smash something for sound effects. <laughs> there we go. Okay, we're done. Very realistic. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, but our state is opening back up, whether our governor wants it or not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Actually, yeah, after this, we're going to go up to uh, our local game store. Now, we're you know, social distancing is still in effect. We're, everyone is respecting that, so I don't think that we're Got just a gung-ho... Six-foot stun gun yeah, stick or whatever. Yeah, But, uh, yeah, so we get to see these these friends, so we catch up for dinner as we can. And, and we have a few, obviously, like, friends that are connected that, you know, straddle the line between both as a high-level competitive miniature painter and people who just, you know, play the game, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, room for that for all of it, but let's um, let let's let's dive deep. Why don't you start back to how you got into this hobby and kind of you know go as deep as you want and um, bring us up to speed to kind of where you are now. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, basically, I got into this hobby by you were saying just going to see a friend of the uh, local hobby shop who just opened back up. Uh, that's the store that actually got me into this hobby and actually was my first commission after getting into the hobby and, and let's give a shout out uh to to norm and robbie who yeah, run that shop 100%. toy soldier gallery they do have online and they have more old models from before you were born than you could shake a stick at yeah if there is something you want and he doesn't have it or he can't get it nobody can it's that like he's just that guy it's yeah. it's that simple yeah like I, I don't think there's ever been anything that i've ever wanted needed or could get that he's not already have had holds me hostage for painting work for it or you know <laughs> knows who can get it for me like it's unbelievable i remember i got a uh, entire eighth ed dwarf army from him for helping dig out the uh cover of his septic tank <laughs> so <laughs> it's not always about money with him sometimes he's just like oh you're young manual labor <laughs> yeah like i'm not going to sell this to you you're going to work for it and <laughs> this then... is what you're going to do this is what i need and this is what you need yep yeah which is cool i like i i don't mind at all i find no, it very yeah. funny you know, but yeah, that's, uh, yeah, but I'll never forget, it was uh, my now wife, we were dating at the time, this was 21 years ago, and we were walking down the street and saw uh, Norm had a uh, limited edition golden dragon painted up in the window, 
and you know, I was all about dragons and still really am about dragons. So I was like, oh, let's go in there and see what that is and how much that is. And it was a lot of money. I mean, a very fair price. It was $300 painted. And I asked, you know, I said, let me ask you, what's the price about why, what, like, what makes this and goes into this price? Because I just didn't understand. And Robbie was there that day. Norm wasn't. And, you know, she was. Robbie's Norm's wife. Yes, Robbie's Norm's wife. And she was very awesome. She explained what into it, all the work that it took. And she goes, well, we do sell unpainted ones that you can buy and paint yourself. And I had done model cars and stuff pretty much for as long as I could remember before that. And I was instantly sold on that. I bought two little metal dragons from Ralph Partha and all the paint, you know, that I could afford. I think I spent $35 on two metal dragons and like five jars of paint, which now is like a jar of paint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, there's no way you're getting a metal dragon for $35 now. But, and, you know... And that was it. I was just absolutely sold. I didn't have any super glue to put those metal dragons together. Or, like I knew nothing about the hobby or how it worked or what it was, but I knew I wanted to do it and instantly fell in love with it. And then, you know, six months later, my dad went to that store to find out what it was I was really into and what I kept spending all the money I had on. And, you know, he'd asked Norm, you know, to see hire people for commission. And Norm said, you know, yeah, have him bring his work in. Let's see what he can do. And, you know, he hired me right in the spot and gave me my first commission job. And, been friends with him ever since been painting for him ever since off and on in some form or fashion and just really uh you know just grown a love and passion for the hobby from that and then for about 17 years i painted by myself with really no friends that really did this or you know and no real community and, and chuck was really the first friend and community i had in this that did this also that i met and it kind of like really changed my perspective on the hobby and, and really renewed my love of this hobby because like grinding away by yourself doing this can get very old very quick yeah and you know in, in turn that's part of the reason why i never played any of these games and don't play the games is you know i've always been into the painting end of it and you know playing the games wasn't really never a big deal to me but because i never had a community i never really got into it either and now it's like anytime i try to get into the gaming it just it's not fun for me I love being around the gaming. I love watching people play. I love hanging out while it's going on. Like, I find that'd be a blast. But just that part of it doesn't. But the painting is such a passion for me. You know, and a little over a year ago, I decided to finally go full-time with the commission work and have been doing it ever since. And it's just, like, this amazing dream job that, like, like I get to do every day. And then I get to share it with people on Twitch every day and get to teach painting and, and share my painting and see what people are working on and encourage people and it's very cool that like i've had people on twitch find me and go i paint miniatures now because of you and what you're doing and i'm watching you has inspired me to paint and it's very cool to be part of that work you know people have gotten into this hobby because of me you know and to me that's just a dream that other people can see why i love it and the passion i have for it and now they're sharing it and doing it too you know and it's just it's very very cool yeah it's it's always fun whenever you're just doing what you love and someone else says hey i'd like to try that and then they fall in love with it too and then it's then you have it then you immediately have that shared connection too of yeah 100 we both love it and i know you're very receptive anytime someone has a question or trying to get better you're always willing to help you've helped me a great deal i mean i've had plenty of friends that have helped me but like you've helped me a great deal uh I, i do have a painted army by you i'm gonna have a blood bowl team painted by you here soon whenever you get that wrapped up (laughs) <laughs> it's only been like eight months for like ten miniatures or so. <laughs> well, you're really proud of the the reflective gold on those coins. 
Yes, I am. Every time, every time you show up the RB, you're like, look at, look at this gold. I'm like, I know. That's like, some of my favorite metallics <laughs> I've ever done is because it's like the whole coin is metallic. So it like, it just reads as a metal coin. Like, cause there's no other paint around it that re- I, make it not read that way. I just laugh. Like, you're just like, look at this reflective metal. I'm like, Sean, I want to see the pretty, pretty models, <laughs> pretty elves, please. But the coins, <laughs> the look coins. at the gold coins. Look how realistic the gold looks. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to, to get that in my hands. Um, but yeah, also it's no rush for it. One, because not really needing to play Blood Bowl immediately in two, you know, big, big, big Mama Rona is out and about, and you know we we don't know if uh, if, if uh, Nova Open's going to happen this year. There's, yeah, uh, Mike Brandt, uh, who who runs it, you know, part, obviously part of the Nova board. They came out. They said June fifteenth is the go no go call for Nova this year. So we'll see how that goes. Either way, I'm painting a crap load of terrain. Well, I say me. Um, <laughs> Sean, Matt, myself, and other club members who will eventually be on this podcast. But uh, yeah, we'll all be painting terrain. <laughs> yep. But uh, so yeah, you kind of painted alone for eighteen years. I mean, we don't need to go in much detail of that. But like, somehow in that eighteen years or, or sixteen years where you were painting alone, you went from beginner to a really high level painter. Because I never knew you as not someone who painted to an incredible quality. Thank you. So, like, what what was that journey like? Like, who helped you along the way, or was it really just like trying over and over again? And it was, it, yeah, it was really a lot of trying over and over again. I mean, don't be me wrong, Norman, Norman, and Robbie just really were phenomenal in showing me little things and you know, if you do this, it's a cool trick to kind of paint better and stuff like that. And it just they really helped me along, especially when I started doing commission work for them, just showing me little things along the way that just helped me speed up, get better, get better faster, be able to paint faster, more efficiently. Um, a lot of it was just trial and error because it was like, and we, we always laugh about like the old heads in this hobby, just remember back in the dark days where there was no online videos, no streaming, no YouTube, no any of this stuff, barely even websites or forums where it was such a niche thing and everybody was so isolated in it that there wasn't all these resources of how to paint and color and art and light theory and, and color theory and all these different things that we do and, and just integrate into everything now. Nobody was doing that. And it wasn't really like, a level of tools that we have now no not at all no the, 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 what we have at our disposal is so much easier to get so many more manufacturers making it so much more affordable than like i made a joke earlier about how much cheaper miniatures and paint were then but overall like some of these oddball tools like high-end brushes were so much more expensive you know where you can get an incredible set of quality brushes for like 40 dollars now for five brushes where that was not the case back then there was like only like there was like windsor newton you know series seven brushes and they were obscenely expensive and they weren't even you know the greatest brushes in the world but that's basically the choices you had now there's so many people making so many great brushes it's and great quality paint and mm-hmm. you know just great quality products in general i mean the miniatures are such better quality and makes painting easier in a way and you know just a lot of just like and there's tutorials galore oh like, my gosh so many tutorials so many people tell you how they paint stuff how the, how the, I, I will say this if someone once again, tells me like, "Hey, whenever you're thinning your paint, just make it milk, milk consistency." Again, I'm gonna just probably just scream because. Can you show me? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I don't understand. Like, I had someone on my stream asking about that. I was like, I was told you should make it. I was like, that sounds like if you're airbrushing, not if you should be putting it on with a brush. I said, but it just depends. It's like every color is completely different. I said, there is no one steadfast rule as to how thin the paint should be because every color is different and every brand is different. And every paint you work with is different. Mm-hmm. I said. You know, I'll actually, but that's the first thing I do in Switch. It's like, let me show you what I mean, not just say what I mean. 
you know, especially with the consistency of paint, you know, I'll put it in a clear plastic cup and hold it up to the light so you can kind of kind of see through and you can actually mm. get an idea see of the what that consistency is. Yeah, instead yeah. of just sitting on a wet palette, you know, where it's just sitting there not doing anything. You can see how it moves in a cup, how thin it is. You can see how through, you know, how much light passes through it. And I said, you know, and every painter is going to be different. It just depends on your style, you know. Yeah, it, I, I know I experienced it recently. Mainly I paint with the Citadel brands mm -hmm. because I like those colors. It's what I'm going to get. But I've branched out to Vallejo, especially with my recent Slanesh Army. And, yeah, it's very different. Like, just paint brands. Like, oh, yeah. like, I, I, mean, I know we just say colors. Like, I haven't really dove deep enough to see the colors change all that much. But just the brands that each is its own tool. But now mm -hmm. I'm bringing Vallejo into my paint schemes because... I like how this works over this. Like metals, yeah, like Vallejo metals are much better than the the Citadel metals just oh, for pigmentation. Right. But it's also cost. It's a costing. I know yeah. why. I, I understand it. But yeah, no, it's um that and you know I've recently been playing with contrast, uh, which con I, I've realized what I like about contrast. Realize what I don't like about contrast, and that's within my painting style. But it you know you don't yeah. know it until you. Yeah, test it. Absolutely, and that's just it. You know, where I don't use contrast because I just haven't used them. I might pick up a couple today just so I can play with them because I get endless questions about them. But like at the same token, it's one of those things of you have to figure out what you like, how you want to paint it. Because if you're painting your army all white because you want all white miniatures, that's gonna be very different than what I'm doing, where I'm using a lot of magentas and teal colors. You mm -hmm. know, it's gonna be very different approaches, very different ways of handling those colors. You know, but it is worth trying different styles because you 100 like everyone will make a joke at least in our local community that you paint blue and blue and purple <laughs> for, yeah. for lack of for lack of actual true color terms no i love cool but, colors but then you've paid you just did an imperial fist space mm -hmm. marine and yellow you've done some red and it's all beautiful uh, and i see it too like back when i first started i painted very dark because i did a lot of non-oil washes and i still do but you know now i'm painting much lighter i figure out how to paint lighter colors brighter colors and it it's fun because now i have you know the ability now to like i need to figure out how to put them that brightness and lightness on one model to get that more contrast effect going but you know it's all about the process so it, so you really just went after it and got help from people you know yeah norma robbie and then probably seeing people online to, yeah to, to kind of get to the level you're at which i mean you're still you're ramping up like i want to say like after you went to i think nova open that was the first one right yeah that was the very first one right after that you're painting just shot straight up in quality like it was already yeah. really good and it just kept going no up. i 100 agree with that because i got to see that was the first time i've experienced painting in person i took a couple classes from like james waffle ck studios um you got to meet like uh you got oh my gosh you met vince yeah vince, Ventrilla, that's where I became friends with vince yeah, yeah. so I, well, I became friends with caleb and you mm -hmm. know uh cat ck james, studios yeah, yeah james kathy you know it's where i met a lot of these people and started hanging out with them not even rising because I was so isolated from the community I didn't realize who they were or the status they had or how well you know like how prolific of painters within the community they were I had no idea but yeah, I just started talking to them and hanging out yeah I remember you, you told me the story at first Nova you're just talking to somebody and Dave and uh, you, you leave the conversation so I'm just, do you know who you're talking to Dave like that was Dave Taylor he's like his name was Dave. <laughs> yeah, like I had no idea. Someone's like, you want to meet Dave Taylor? I'm like, sure, absolutely. And I'm asking Dave Taylor, oh, what do you do? Do you do commission work and paint miniatures? And Dave Taylor's a super nice guy. Now he's a friend. And he, I was telling him the story about how I had no idea why somebody was introducing <laughs> me to him. And he was laughing his ass off because he thought that was hysterical because there's, you know, he, he like what he did. Someone's like, you know, White Dwarf? Yeah. It's like, you liked White Dwarf? Yeah. It's like, that's Dave Taylor. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> 
you know, but it's one of those things of I was isolated from the community. I just did it by myself and I had no idea, which in turn was why I, it took me so long to make strides in painting because I was looking at pictures online kind of going, how do I do this? And I would, I would just try and mimic what I was seeing to try and figure out what they were doing. And, you know, cause that's the other thing too, when it comes to style is I get that question all the time. Well, how do you, how do you get your style? You can't teach someone a style. They have to develop their style. And the way you do that is by painting as many different things as you can in different ways, taking what you like from it, leaving the rest and adapting it to what you already liked. Yeah. Everyone's style essentially. And this is for anything, not just painting, but writing, mm-hmm. anything you do you're going to develop a style and it's because you're going to pull different things you like from different mm-hmm. people who are doing it at 100%. a level that you respect. Like, uh, I have a certain style and, and part of it's influenced by you. Part of it's influenced by like, you know, friends like Vince, part of it's influenced by, you know, like, like what, what Norm does and like other club members. It's just, that's the process. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, and, and you can't do this without being influenced by somebody. Because unless you've never looked at a picture of a painted miniature and you were literally just painting miniatures blind with never seeing one, you're going to be influenced by something. And if it's not that, then it's it's traditional art. It's something. Like, everybody's seen something that's been painted at some point in time that will influence what you do consciously or subconsciously. Now, before we get past this first Nova Open where we went down together, and, mm-hmm. uh, so Capital Palette happened. Yes. Um, and I can't, I can't let you get away about me telling the story because it was so no, cute. So... You were in what, like a class with Caleb, airbrushing, I believe, something of the sort. It was a uh, painting non-melt metallics. Okay. So I, I had nothing going on. I wasn't the TO at Nova at this time. Um, and I was just hanging out with Vince. And he's like, hey, I'm going to go up to the Capital Palette Awards, which is up on the rooftop bars. Always kind of like ad hoc at that time, like when it happened. Yeah, like nobody knew when or where or what time. or. So me, me and Matt Hayward, uh, co-host of the show, shout out to Matt, uh, Matt. Followed, followed Vince up. And we were just hanging out in the lounge, uh, you know, like in... The awards were happening, and like we were kind of kind of listening because you had a one piece entered or two pieces. I had, had Kingdom three, Death. three pieces. Was entered. one of Kingdom Death? Yeah, one was Kingdom Death. I had a bust entered, and I had a uh, unit of troll bloods entered. Okay, yeah. So we're sitting there, and and this point, like I I had a you know pretty good friendship with Vince, um, which has grown greatly over the past couple of years. But um, he was listening, and then all of a sudden they called out your name because you had won a bronze. Yeah. You're in a class, and yeah. I I just remember Vince just like kind of like coming over to me a little bit and just kind of like you know mouthing it's like get him up here right now and so i texted you hey you need to come up here and i didn't tell you why i just said vince tells you to told you to come to the yeah. lounge right now yeah and, and you listened thank goodness yeah, yeah but definitely. You, but you came up and and you were able to get your get the award um and then that's where you started making the connections but i, I remember distinctly yeah. that after that uh, me matt you and vince were just hanging around and and here's the thing too like vince swept that year Oh I, gosh, I think he yes. had 12, 13. Some, yeah, he yeah. had a giant stack of medals. <laughs> Almost everything he, he submitted won, yeah, I, I believe. Beautiful work. So there's this table full of that, and you have this little third place. Or no, they're not, I forget. Why don't you explain how Capital Palette's award system works? Yeah. It's different. So, so the way it works is you're really only judged on your own work. Um, it's a little bit more complicated than that, but that's basically it. Like, everybody can win a gold. Everybody can win a bronze. Everybody could win nothing. You know what I mean? That's just the way it is. And you're really only competing against yourself, essentially. Um, I mean, everybody else's work does kind of influence the judges because it's like they look at what they would consider the best piece there, and then they kind of go judge everyone against the caliber of that. Um, in a way, it, it, it's a little bit of a weird thing, but it, it's what they call the open judging system. So you can potentially win 
something no matter what anybody else is winning. And I really like that system because you're yeah. only competing against yourself, essentially. You're a judge on your own work, so you're not just like... It's much more welcoming. It is, yeah. It's much more welcoming. It, it's it's a good way to gauge your work. It's a good way, you know, because there's times like when you have competitions that are just first, second, third, and that's all there is, it can be very discouraging because the top, I mean, the top 10 pieces could all be gold medal paint jobs by and far, but then only first, second, and third. And then, you know, even that second place and third place person are going, well, what did I do wrong? Nothing. This is just the medals we're handing out for the day. You know, and then they have, you know, the best of each class and the best piece overall, right. which I like and I agree with. You know, there's always going to be that standout. So so what exactly, what reward did you win for it? Because it was for your Kingdom Death. Yeah, it was yeah. My, my Kingdom Death Twilight Night. I, I won a bronze for that, yeah. uh, for a single miniature. So we're sitting around, this, the four of us are, are around this table, and, and Vince is full of awards. And you have this bronze, and I've never seen, like such a sense of accomplishment come over you yeah because you, you just yeah, kind of like you kind of like went in, in internal for a moment and then like you you teared up and oh i did i cried yeah. and uh, you cried like a bitch no i, I did <laughs> it, was, it was it was so adorable because it was you like you didn't have to hit me this time <laughs> exactly well it was just fun seeing you succeed and and just be overwhelmed by the fact that you did succeed yeah at because that was you the wanted. first competition I've ever really entered. Yeah. You know, other than like little weird online stuff, you know. Well, so, and then after that, too, it's like then, you know, they encouraged me to like, I, I submitted for one, one year. I, I don't get as much time to, because of all the Nova terrain I have to paint. Yeah. To submit to it. But like, I, I painted a bust. And you mm -hmm. even told me, like, you're like, bust is the hardest thing for to get into because bust painting is different from miniature painting. And oh, you helped me, brutal. you helped me a lot with this goblin. I'm so proud of this goblin. It didn't win anything, but. No, oh, it's a fantastic I, piece. I had fun doing it. And then the other thing with Capital Palette is they're very open i emailed them yeah the, the, the judges and said hey just curious of the critiques like where can i improve and all that and it's not just like oh here here and here it's it's you know like uh like roman little pot responded and showed me how i could get light onto a model better like with the using the picture of they they took because they take high quality pictures of everyone's yeah. models which is great too and then uh uh matt di pietro he responded like man he went like he was drawing on, on the picture of my model. Oh, yeah. and like This is like, take the lipstick up just a little bit further here. Here's this. And it was just like, it, all, all very well, yeah. super encouraging. And the thing that I like is the feedback they give you will not just be, like it'll be about that piece, but they give it to you in a way that you can apply to anything you paint, paint from then on. Yeah, because, I mean, let, let's be honest, I'm not going to repaint that goblin. I'm not no. going to get another one of those goblins to paint. Well, I can't now, but that company's gone. But, uh, yeah, but it's. Good. I can three D print it for you. That's they, they they released the file. Oh, did so. they? Yeah, yeah. Can so you, you print a huge, like how big can we make this? How much? My like? printer won't. I could probably print it maybe six inches tall or so. I want that. Oh, I it's want possible. That. I, th I think they sell the files for like four or five dollars. No, I, like I need to buy the STL file and give it to you and buy you like a <laughs> roll of filament because I, I don't I know why that's. Filament. I use resin. I use resin. That's right. I'll buy you. Barrel of resin? It probably not as much as you would think. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, um, to to go further there. So after that, you've you've entered that competition a few times. Yeah. Um, you're now teaching classes at Nova. You were going to teach yeah. at Adepticon this year, correct? Yeah, I taught at Adeptic or I taught taught at Nova Open last year too, okay. which was you know an absolute blast and super encouraging and stuff. So yeah, I was going to teach at Adepticon this year because um, I, I worked at the uh, hobby area last year. And then uh, they asked through a situation there where uh, they'd asked me if I wanted to help a kid learn to paint. And I was sitting there helping him paint for a couple hours. And the kid did a phenomenal job. And the, uh, you know, the kid turned out to be, like, one of the children of, like, one of the leaders who run Adepticon. I, th I think it was uh, the gentleman who does run, like, he's the head yeah, of Yeah, like, like he <laughs> is Adepticon, basically. 
I can't cannot remember names. I'm so bad with names. But... I, I'm I'm bad with that. I'm good with it with Nova since I'm a part of it. But yeah, yeah Adepticon. I'm, I'm yeah. There's so well. many more people and moving parts going on there. And they asked, you know, if I would want to teach a, you know, painting class for youth this past year. I said, oh, absolutely, 100%. You know, that'd be a blast and stuff. So I was really looking forward to that. That was going to be a lot of fun. Um, obviously, didn't happen. Yeah, but, yeah, for for the right reasons, though. Like I said, yeah, yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I disagree with the choice. I think it was a smart choice because it, you know, it, 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 yeah. it's hard. Like a, a lot of events have canceled. Uh, Ren 4, the event Neil and uh, his club run over in Ohio. They canceled, even though they were in July. Um, I think end of June, end of July, there's one Midwest Meltdown run by my friend Domus. Uh, I'm uncertain they haven't canceled yet. I'm uncertain. I, I mean, I said this with Neil, but it's like, even if I don't go, it's like, yeah, I don't want my money back. Just put it towards yeah. the event. But, like, it, you know, it's 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 a concern, which is, like I said, and that's come down to, like, we're waiting to see what happens with Nova. Um so there's a lot of people that ho- we, we kind of have already outgrown that hotel probably about two years ago, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it's not so much a matter of will will we want to go, but it's like, will, will the vendors want to go? Will the patrons want to go? Like, yeah. do we need to, will there still be like a social distancing thing in place there? Which there probably will be, but like, how do you handle that? Mm-hmm. Especially like, I mean, just the Age of Sigmar event is, you know, going to be bigger this year and we're maybe a quarter the size of the 40k event which takes up an entire floor yeah and, and, and the, the other thing is too is like this is all for charity like yeah. we that event run raises a lot of money for charity which yeah, is fantastic so you know how can they continue to do that if we can't get together and, and they'll, they'll find ways like as i know ReaperCon is that usually that same weekend down in Texas, they canceled yeah. already, but they're definitely more of a painting focus. They're not, you know... Yeah, they're doing it all... They're online. actually doing it all online now, too. You know, sort of the way we kind of, you know, Lynn from Out of Minis and a bunch of other people who threw together Adepticant, yeah. which was a lot of online Twitch streaming and stuff like that. Yeah, Reaper's and doing a lot of similar stuff. A lot of our audience, like, probably were aware of the Adepticant from the Age of Sigmar side of things, but yeah, there was a, a big Adepticant um, from the, the painting... Oh yeah, a lot it, of it was, dual streams and stuff like that. A lot of fun. Yeah, and I I enjoyed that. It was nice to see organized. Like there's schedules up. You, like there's always something to do. It was. Oh my it was, gosh! It was 24 hours a day from like Thursday through Sunday. Yeah, it was. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Like so. It, I mean, if Nova doesn't happen, I've already talked to the AOS leads. Like we'll figure something out to help keep community engagement, even if it's yeah. not going to be a full, you know, event. Unfortunately, but we'll. We'll figure something out. The communities will always rally. But, uh, so, let's get, up, I guess, more up to speed right now. So, All right. tell us when you started your Twitch channel. Uh, in January, beginning yeah. of January. And uh, just tell us about that little journey, because it's been exciting to watch. Oh, my gosh, yeah. So, like, I've been doing this full-time for a while now, commission painting, and I've, I've been wanting to stream for a couple of years. I already had all the equipment sitting around for, like, a couple of years. My wife's like, when, when are you going to use this stuff? You bought it, you need to use it. I'm like, I know, I know. I did been a lot of procrastinating some job change stuff you know a lot of weird stuff happening trying to get a space built and set up to be able to do it properly was a big thing for me well i finally was able to buy like a 4700 square foot studio and um you know slowly been working on remodeling that getting some space and i just kind of set a deadline that like this past january was going to be my starting point where i was going to be like this is where i'm definitively going to start twitch one way or the other whatever happens happens if i'm ready i'm ready if i'm not i'm not well i started on that and um, 
streaming all of my work 40 50 hours a week so basically if i'm painting miniatures it's being streamed you know i have to do some stuff off camera and stuff like that but usually not a lot but um so i started that and i said i offer it for my clients so they can watch me paint their work they can tune in see what i'm doing watch the videos on demand and see how i went throughout the course of the day because i know a lot of people work during the hours that i i stream and you know just decide i'm just gonna have fun with it enjoy it just be myself whatever happens happens not worry about you know numbers and followers and stuff like that just just be there and just hang out and, and work and you know the first you know when you first start streaming on twitch it's like you have no followers you have no viewers you know i basically just talk to myself which i was talking to myself even without the cameras anyways but now i'm talking to myself at the internet so it's documented that i talk to myself you're speaking into the void but the void is listening yeah yeah and still rolling its eyes at me but like <laughs> but like you know slowly it'll be a couple people so i get like real excited like oh my gosh there's two people in the chat now <laughs> you know and i talk them to death and like we're leaving this is no it's too much you're too needy obviously you know but like yeah people start coming back coming back and then uh within two weeks i'd hit 50 followers immediately hit affiliate and it just went crazy and like i had someone that donated uh jacob jansen uh also another streamer he 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 gifted 20 subscriptions immediately to people as just like a welcome to being affiliate i mean it's just absolutely awesome and nice you know i had some more people jump on and 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 subscribe immediately and you know it's just been growing from there and and just watching that just kind of grow and grow and grow and just hit these numbers and just like absolutely annihilate goal after goal because i had my goal to hit 50 followers was like seven months and it happened in two weeks i'm like okay i need to kind of like rethink this here okay let's let's go for our next goal of like 100 followers double this and it happened in like another week and then i'm like okay let's go another goal you know because i had different kind of things planned and giveaways and stuff and it was just like i couldn't money-wise keep up with anything like that you know or, or like any of my plans you know were like okay this another three four months and I'll, I'll buy this ridiculous costume to wear on stream and just be silly for a day and it, it just kept happening i just i couldn't do it and what it is a, a good thing like it's it's not a bad problem it's a good problem so fast forward six months you know well actually five and a half months i, I just annihilated a thousand followers you know he annihilated them yes they, annihilated they, they followers smack. now i'm back to zero followers so <laughs> they're all gone yeah i did a follower giveaway it which was a good i gave test away run. my followers and like it was just it was not a good idea no it was a good test run now you get to rebuild yes. again yes now now i get to uh, race everyone's memory and we get to start again and i can fix all the stupid stuff i did no but like uh you know so it's like the response has just been absolutely amazing the community's been amazing you know other streamers helping me and me trying to help them and it's just this community and family of followers has just been absolutely amazing i get a lot of people that show up and just hang out in the chat all day or have me in the background while they're at work or it's been very cool because i get a lot of people that go i don't even care you know i like that we're not even talking about painting like that you'll talk about anything and everything that's not just miniatures it's not just painting you know because people you talk about the music quite a bit too i noticed yeah oh yeah yeah and that's one thing i made a decision that like because i know like a lot of my video and demands might be muted because of the music i listen to but like i'm so i'm gonna have good music i'm gonna have people will listen to whatever i want whatever you want you know and just hang out because i'm hanging eight to nine hours a day i'm not gonna listen to generic just beep boop music because you know it's royalty free <laughs> so, put on some lo-fi and chill yeah and i can deal with a little bit of that but man i need to have a groove of music i like and you know and it's just been a lot of fun people just you know and that thing that i love is that the stream has really i didn't have a plan or idea for the stream other than i'm going to paint miniatures my clients can watch me paint and i'll answer questions that was like my entire game plan for the stream and because 
the community has helped shape it into what it is it's really become their stream and that's what i absolutely love about it that i happen to host it but everybody there you know i can't tell many times like i'll get in my discord and they're using the voice chat talking to each other while i'm streaming and i have no idea what they're I'm pretty sure they're just heckling me <laughs> you know behind my back they say no i'm not going to play it well you do and you bring them on yeah the voices in my head fridays yeah yeah so that way you know and it's just like I, I like I didn't have a clever name until this past Friday because it's just like people are like, are we hearing other voices? I'm like, yes, those are the voices in my head. You guys can hear them too now. <laughs> you know, where every Friday, you know, until it doesn't work or something goes wrong or whatever, you know, I have you can hop on my Discord and voice chat with me where I will have, and then everybody can hear the voice conversation. And it's great because I get new people come on, and it's constantly changing. And it's it's great to be talking to people from Australia, England, Germany, and I've, you know, France, everywhere all at once. I it's keep mentioning in as much as i can and it's pretty funny whenever i i log on to your stream and you haven't talked for 45 minutes everyone else is having a conversation that you're <laughs> just so enjoying you, you've managed to turn a stream slash podcast i guess you want to call it yeah into a personal podcast for yourself because everyone's talking you just get to listen oh it's it's so <laughs> funny yeah and it's just great because people can talk about anything everything and i love when people come in and they're having a bad day and they know that they can bring up whatever they're struggling with whether it be depression, anxiety, their cat just died, their dog just died, they lost a family member, Corona, and they can talk, and we all talk about it. We talk talk about how we're dealing with it, how we get over it, just, and having a safe place. And I get a lot of people say, because I love your chat because I just feel safe here. I think you should, uh, you should rip the audio out of your videos and upload eight hour long podcasts <laughs> just to see if anybody actually listens. That would be funny. I, I, I mean, yeah, you should, you should definitely do that. There would be so much stuff out of context. People are like, what is he talking? Because there's a lot of time I'm responding to the chat room just giving answers. And they're probably like, what is he talking about? Like, it is just so weird. But, like, it. I guess I could probably pull the chat log. And people could have the chat log and the podcast at the same time. I don't know how that would work. Or No, just podcast. You make it just, make, make it weird. Just audio, one-sided, just strange audio. audio. So, yeah. like, uh, you ever see the online comic Garfield minus Garfield? Or guy oh, takes, yeah. The guy <laughs> takes the Garfield comics and deletes Garfield from him, and it's just John just looking like he's losing his damn mind. See, because like, like, you're, you're open to doing like just weird stuff to have oh, 100%. fun. 100%. Like, yeah. I'm wondering if, I like if, you can, idea. if you can set up, not only just that, let's say you set up to record your audio only. I'm pretty sure so I can like, do that. Yeah. Oh, easily. And then that way, that music's not happening. So then yeah. you can put on like weird music <laughs> and upload to YouTube then. Oh, man. So like, you know, you're sitting there and all of a sudden it's like, happy bubblegum like barney music yeah. all through an eight-hour stream of you doing it and you're just jamming out because people are just like what the heck's going on it's like it's, they don't know you're listening to tool in the background actually yeah singing wrong lyrics to everything because then like no <laughs> sense whatsoever no just, that would be great i just i just oh my god just some of those lyrics are hilarious like like if i'm singing along to y'all want a single from corn oh my gosh would that be funny but yeah but like the beats wrong the, there's lyrics are off yeah it's just saying or even just just saying the f word a lot <laughs> and then you obviously have to have the clips of you eating bananas oh my gosh yeah so you're, you're known for um eating bananas weird yeah like like a total psychopath i think my favorite comment is dude what planet are you from that's not <laughs> no no it's like and it just that has escalated in the greatest way possible because it's like now like i love when i get streamers that show up into my stream going what the hell is happening over here because somebody was in my stream talking about whatever the hell you were doing with that banana and they were asking me to eat whatever food i'm eating in a way that you eat it so what is happening you, over here you've developed a fetish 
Yeah, like people were like, I didn't know this was my thing, but it is definitely my thing. Well, on your top hat now, you need to have like <laughs> you need to have like a uh, a banana pin somewhere, like oh, on the on the yeah. ribbon or something. That would be funny. And have a bite taken out of it in the side. And oh so. my gosh, yeah. And it's just like, yeah, and it's just like, it's funny how, but that's the great thing is that like now I have emotes that are like, I had commission uh, Runner Studios to draw me a nervous banana emoji because someone suggested <laughs> that. And they're like, oh, a nervous banana emoji would be great. And she just nailed it. And like people who subscribe to my chat now get a little banana next to their name in the chat room and stuff like that. And I have people go, I want a banana next to my name. And they just subscribe because they want to call banana it banana next to their yeah. name. And it's just great because the bananas, as you go, turn to different colors and stuff. And yeah, it, it's just funny the way people have just made it something that's theirs, you know, where it's just like I'm there, but I let them be themselves. And it's a place it's a place where people can just come and be complete freakazoids. And, and it's OK. Like no one's bashing on people for that. And, you know, it, it, it never dives into when I've been on never dives into like doesn't go like oh let's talk politics now for no apparent reason let's not no. let's talk this it's just like no let's just be weird and have fun no the hobby we love yeah and i've had people plenty of people go okay this is getting to let's switch topics no you're right let's switch topics here let's not do this and you know there's a couple times like where like topic will get like a little like every time when we've got into some of the sketchy like we had a discussion that was about gun control we've talked about religion and stuff like that mm-hmm. but it was very cool very open very safe very neutral just kind of like this is what i believe you don't have to believe it and because everybody wants that everybody wants a place where we can talk about and not yell i do not do that a lot i try not to get into that well the, th- the thing is like, like and why we're friends too is <clears throat> is the fact that you're a balanced individual yeah because that's what i try to do like I, yeah I, I don't understand the whole tribalism that does happen in our country like yeah like i'm sorry i can be liberal but still have conservative views on like wanting to own a gun yeah and, but it's like everyone's like oh no it you want to own a gun all of a sudden you 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 hate abortion i'm like come on guys don't don't label me because of one thing i like it's such a us versus them mentality and it's such an unhealthy mentality or it's a i just want to win an argument i don't even care if i'm right mentality yeah and that's the problem is people just want to win the argument they don't even care if they are right or not and that's that's the scary part and my chat you know we won't let it get there the second it starts to even start like we're immediately out of there but like I always have the same joke of like guys, l- let's just talk about something that's much safer. Let's just talk about abortion or something like that. And like instantly, it, it everybody like, laughs because everybody knows that's not where you want to go. There's not a stick yeah. long enough in the world that anybody wants to touch that with, especially not in the chat or Twitch stream. And then we move like, heck, it was starting to get into D and D where like the most political fired up conversation we had was Friday, where it was like yesterday was one of those days. Where it was like this long conversation where people were arguing about what, they were like. Not arguing, but they were starting to get kind of heated about what edition of D&D was the best <laughs> and which one you should be playing and which one had the best rules. Nerds and, are going to nerd. And it was like, no, you can't do that with spells with this. And like, I'm sitting there just staring in the camera, typing a chat. I've completely lost control of this chat. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Like, I don't understand you know, what's going on. You know, and immediately like, so like the chat, the people that are like hardcore in the voice chat talking about D&D aren't even paying attention to the chat. So they don't understand why everybody's laughing their ass off in the chat. <laughs> And it was so funny, but then like it immediately derailed it because I brought up the let's just talk about abortion instead of D and D joke, and like people just immediately just like went off track with that. And it was funny because, you know, it, but that's what people like is like it just it gets weird and nobody cares, you know. And like I said, it, well, that's why we like you. Yeah, you're, you're, you're weird and nobody and you don't care. No, not at all. <laughs> that's like, have you been there when I've played a recorder yet? No, no. I bought a recorder because I just oh. find recorders to be hilarious. So like, my new thing is is anytime I get raided, I play the song of my people for them, 
you should you should you, obviously obviously you know how to play hot cross buns i assume where you can figure out real quick you need to play hot cross buns but always make sure like one note is off just to annoy people so not only are you playing the worst song on a recorder but you're playing it just so subtly and and knowingly inaccurate i'll have to do that my problem is like i really want to get good at a recorder that can play any song by ear like instantly because everybody like so like if we're out somewhere i can just pull a recorder out of my pocket and just start playing along to whatever song's playing just to piss everyone <laughs> off because everyone loves a recorder <laughs> maybe maybe at nova this year we can uh because they have bands that play maybe oh, we get you let in. you do open mic i'll just yeah. wander up there when no one's <laughs> paying attention i am so i'm doing that whether I can, i'm not gonna even learn to play it. i'm just gonna do that i'm just gonna wander up to the mic and banana just start suit playing. top hat start playing the recorder anytime pete gets up there to play guitar just walk him and start playing <laughs> i'm doing that to pete i'm so doing that to pete just just, just don't do it to uh don't do it to mike's band no he'll throw you out of the mike's building band. Yeah, throw you no, mike the will choke me to death i'll be yeah. the first person beaten to death with a recorder in history but still it'd be better too if like like if, if pete was jamming out and you just walk up behind him and just join in but it's good <laughs> Gosh, like like you're like, re- like like he's he's a great guitarist is, so like yeah. y- you start busting out the recorder and it's just like all of a sudden this duet starts happening and you're just like dueling banjos let's go <laughs> oh man people would be so confused uh who cares oh no, no well i mean that's great. that's enough they'll probably all be like really drunk up there anyway oh my gosh yes yeah the alcohol does flow easily up there yes <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, you're crushing Twitch. Uh, you've officially killed the moniker of Chuck's friend. Um, <laughs> which, I mean, that, that's a little inside joke. Uh, let's, let's, let's tell that story. That's a fun little story. I don't even know how that story started so anymore. This was at Adepticon, the year. Yes. So it was our second convention together. It was just, I do yeah, remember that's, this. That's where we shared a bed. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we've, we've, like, the first, okay, so the first convention we went to together was at Nova. There was three of us in a room. So me and Chuck shared a bed, and Matt slept in his own bed. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of where that started. So, like, we went to Adepticon ourselves, and we had a room where, like, oh, cool. And then it was still just one big bed. Like, even though it was like, okay, I guess we're sharing a bed again. So it's mm-hmm. like that's going to become a tradition in its own way. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. It's like somehow, even when they're – it's like even when we have our own room and think there's going to be – somehow they still give us only one bed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so we're at Adepticon, and – I think you and I were just walking down the hall, and you you decided this is where this is how you decide to become better friends with Vince. Yes, is you, anytime <laughs> Vince would be in in eyesight, yes, Sean would just eyesight. shout top of his lungs, "Hi, Vince!" Yeah, not necessarily earshot, just yeah, yeah, hi, Vince. Yeah, as, as loud as I could. So so Vince was coming somebody talking to somebody else. <laughs> we can't remember who it was, and me and you were just walking opposite direction and yeah. through the through the main hallway. It might have been Tom. It, it, I, I say I, I couldn't remember, oh but they were deep in a conversation. Yes, and you just still shout hi, Vince, even though he was really close. So Vince's response to the person he was talking to was like, yeah. "Oh, that's just Chuck's friend." Yeah, I like how he explained that away by saying that Chuck's friend <laughs> so, so, makes it your problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so the person just ex- accepted Vince's explanation of that's Chuck's friend to understand why he was doing what he was doing. And so then it became a joke that you were Chuck's friend. Yeah. And then it kind of grew like other people were just Chuck's friend, but like it was it was just funny because yeah. like we were trying to figure out, and I still haven't, I haven't asked Vince. We should ask him like, why was that the explanation? Is, yeah. Is, is that just because like, also it's it's good not knowing, but yeah. Regardless, like we were doing that for a while, um, but now that now the joke is since you have so many Twitch followers, is you you were Chuck's friend. Yes, I was Chuck's friend. I am I am Sean's friend now. It's yes. official. 
Yep, you've, you've <laughs> stolen the crown. <laughs> Until you hit that next big milestone, then I'm back to being your friend again. I'm not going to hit any milestones. <laughs> yeah, you never know, man. And so I'm just going to, uh, now that I figured out how to do what they call timers, like bot timers that just every like 10 minutes in my chat, like I can just have stuff pop up in my chat. And I started doing that. I actually did one that every minute the chat bot would pop up, is this annoying? The answer is <laughs> yes. Yes, that is. Because it was like people couldn't even have conversations because like every other line was just that. Hey, hey, if you, <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> hey, if you, if you want to throw my, my, my Twitter or my Instagram handle in there, I wouldn't be upset. Yeah, that's going to be my next Follow thing, him. See Follow how many followers I can him. get you. Oh God, that'd be, I'll be sitting at, at work because I unfortunately have to go back into the office. Yeah, but uh, you, you know you have to go back in the office so you can tell your boss that hey I like working from home so I'm gonna start doing that more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, but uh, just my phone will be blowing up. I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> People have no idea what's going on. And <laughs> yeah, when this comes out, I'll be like, hey guys, I did an interview with uh, Strength Hammer. Go put on, but they know you. My chat knows you. They, sure, well, every time I, I bring I... chalk, they're like, oh yeah, no Strength Hammer. You guys should go follow him. Like. People in my chat tell people to go follow you. Yeah, every time I jump on, it it does help that like you're just like hi Chuck. So like because we're we're friends, you don't ever call me Strength Hammer. You just call me Chuck. Which yeah, because is... usually what I do is I go hi Chuck, and then Roz, nobody knows who the hell I'm talking to or about. So I go Strength Hammer, and then oh, people yeah. go oh yeah yeah yeah. You know I've actually I've actually had thoughts like changing my Twitter handle and Instagram back to just Chuck Moore or something like my my real name. Like I'm like do it like no I think been... Strength Hammer is good because I struggled with that with Brush for Hire at first. But then now it's become one thing. It's like once you get to a certain point where people immediately associate you with it. Yeah. And that's what's become for me, where I get a lot of people go, you know, they'll go, Sean, oh, strength, brush for hire, you know. And I get a lot of people just call me brush or brushy or. Yeah. I, what I found is what made me happier is just changing my icon from like a cartoon picture of me or like the logo of my brand per se is just, I just put a picture of me back up. And that, that that's I've, not like. I've I want, done that recently. I want people to see me. Like I usually only did it around convention times. But now it's like, you know what? It's just kind of how it's going to be. It, it, this it, is who I am. It helps humanize you with the brand. Is what it does. I and just want to flex on camera. Is that's, that what? That's all it is. Rip your shirt off. Get get that nice nice natty lighting to show it off the uh, <laughs> the muscles. That's right. But yeah, yeah, so things are going well for you, obviously. Very um, very well. Yes. Very happy uh, for you. So I guess let, let's talk about more of a current situation. How how's it been going for you through this whole quarantine and? all that sort of stuff. I mean, I don't think much has really changed for you, but like, not just really. some, uh, you interact with people whose lives probably have changed more. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the thing is, is especially doing a streaming, streaming as much as I have, you know, interact with people all over the world, you know, especially because like here in America, like we're, we're very isolated from the rest of the world. We only get what's fed to us. But like when you get to talk to people in real time that are dealing with this stuff on a regular basis every day, who are legitimately scared, you know, like we're, you know, here we're screaming to go back. There, they're terrified to go back because yeah. it's still not over. And you well, know, there's also the fear of the second wave, which yeah, I mean, history has proven that there could be a second wave. But you because know, there's so much we don't know about this, they're still learning about the people even who survived the lasting effects. Kids are now having heart disease that are surviving this because of their development and the way it's affecting development. The yeah. fact that at first it was just like they treated like the common cold wars, like the real young, the really old, and then even you know, what it immunized immunized compromise immune compromise oh, I think. oh yeah, yeah, yeah 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 and um you know now they're finding it doesn't matter it's your dna that really dictates whether it is and that's why there's so many people our age that are on life support which is a weird like herd immunity thing that comes up now and, it, then, and there's also it's all over the place also like a lot of studies coming out like if we don't 
and, and let's all be very honest. Like, if you, whenever anyone says go back to normal, normal has changed. Yeah. Like, really don't, 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 don't let anyone tell you, like, oh, we're just going to go back to normal and everything's going to be this. No, no. Normal has changed. We're, we're all going to yep. figure out what normal is now. Um, but if we don't, like, get back to routines and not being locked up, not having human yeah. interaction, now there's so many studies coming out about, like, how much loss of life will there be from suicides, depressions, like that sort yeah. of stuff. Because that, that could be very so, high, too. We're social beings and social, you know, we need social interaction. That's, yeah. that's the way it is. Isolation is not healthy. And that's, uh, I think someone was saying in Joe Rogan's podcast, he talked about how isolation <laughs> is... I've been listening to so much Joe Rogan. Yeah, and I've heard, like, I have yet to listen to him, but I heard, like, because it kind of the character he plays in his podcast are, like, very kind of two different personas, from what I understand. Like, they said he's, like, super hyper-intelligent. People don't realize that a lot of time. He, well, he, he's a great interviewer. Um, yeah, and that's what I've and, heard. But, like, like with Andy, he, he'll even tell you, too. It's like, you know, take what he's saying. Like, that's his opinion. Like, yeah. Like, he, he's not trying to push anything. Like, he has people on from all spectrums. Yeah. Um, and he questions things. So, but, like, that's what and I that, like about it. Like, it's like, he's a good interviewer. It's fun just listening to people chat. That's the type of podcast I love, which is why this podcast is kind of turning into that. Because, like, I just enjoy that better. Like, I, this is an Age of Sigmar podcast. We haven't talked age of sigmar that much i mean who cares what's yeah. coming out like everyone knows what's coming out yeah if i mean it, we'll maybe have topics here and there but i'd rather just talk to people that yeah. are in this hobby and, and talk about the hobby so but like in essence though like that's more exciting and and he'll have people on there of different you know different levels different expertises yeah it's just it's absolutely it's it, but it's, it's only one outlet like it can't be your only news outlet yeah yeah and, and <laughs> it's not news it's just talking with experts yeah and having only one source for anything is never how even miniature painting like if all you're getting is all of your painting lessons from me that's not going to be a good experience you know thank you but like you need you know that's even with commission painting that's why like i'm okay with other commission painters promoting themselves in my twitch chat because i understand i'm an artist people are going to buy from me that like my style but there are other styles out there and i always you know correlate to when you go buy a poster that you like that you want to hang up you don't only buy posters from one artist ever you'll buy posters from whatever piece of art you like and there's multiple artists that do that mm -hmm. and you know because everyone has their own style and that's why i'm okay with people because if if someone who gets commission work done from me wants a piece from somebody else yeah sure why not why am i going to try and prevent them from hearing or seeing about somebody else all that does is stunt my growth in the community in the way people will want to gravitate to me because if I'm so worried about trying to protect my own brand that that's insane you know same thing with news same thing with books same thing with anything well, it's not that, healthy they only take in one thing that's the thing that I think a lot of people do lose track of whether it's in wargaming anyone does any sort of content yeah. is why are you doing the content if you're doing the content because you want to be big and be popular and all that you're doing it for the wrong reasons absolutely i'm, absolutely. I'm sorry i'll say that out right like i don't like paywalls i'm okay with financially supporting people that you follow and like. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but i you're never gonna see a paywall here um yeah it's not what i'm about and i don't like you know, now, I, I, if you I, want to hear the rest of this interview sign up through our patreon yeah it doesn't exist yet <laughs> <laughs> and you can find that link only in our only fans which is that's just right. pictures of me and sean next to fans yes that's it's right only fans that makes sense that's, what, right. that's what the whole thing is about right? something like that yeah okay right. yeah and not all electric fans you have the manual fans and like, there's yeah. tons of fans out oh there. yes yeah yes, only so fans we have a variety of fans on our only strength fans. hammer yes <laughs> i don't even know if that's a link <laughs> Oh my gosh! Probably watch. Someone's gonna check. It. I'm like, dude, it's not what you think. You don't want that. <laughs> like, oh crap! Um, my Twitch keeps getting me to start an OnlyFans page. Well, okay, if you do do an OnlyFans page, and, and this isn't my idea, I, I stole this from uh, 
uh, one of the strongmen that I follow, uh, Martin Lisi's currently world's strongest man, but he's the one that had the idea of doing an OnlyFans where it's like dirt cheap, but it's literally just pictures of him next to fans. <laughs> that's amazing. I, which is like, I think that's a brilliant idea. So well, see, my chat wants me to do it where it's me eating a banana the way I do it on Twitch, and then people being so confused because it's not the banana fetish they thought they were getting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you could do that. Um, but yeah, like I said, I, I see that. I see that a lot, and it it's not. Not really, I won't call it frustrating because like I don't care, but it's just yeah. like you're doing it for the wrong reasons and whether you're successful or not, that's not what I want to be. I know that's not what you want to be. Like, so yeah. more reasons why we get together uh, yeah, and absolutely. get along so well. Yeah, but we're very much about it. That's the thing I've always been drawn to is, is I take a lot of inspiration from you because of the way you are about building community within Age of Sigmar, within the hobby in general, you know, what you've done in our gaming group, you know, because you took our gaming group, you know, like I came to that, the local gaming group just shortly before you started showing up. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like, two weeks before i think something like that like it was just i mean it was like very much like hand in hand kind of thing in the way you took it from what it was and and helped grow it and bring people in and reshape it and and is and now while the clubbers have jumped on board yeah and in the way that i remember when it first started how much you had to do there and now they're doing it you know what i mean and that's what it's about yeah and like i said so much support from the local game store 100 um from all the clumbers like i said we we refreshed all the terrain for age of sigma we're gonna mm-hmm. do it for 40k soon we still need to paint it but that was supposed to be done in right around the time when all yeah. this quarantine happened so we haven't really had club days but and then the next big thing we're trying to do is we still have old felt that's just what the club had because yeah. we had so many people and it's like okay well we only have six tables now because that's the size of our club that's the space we have <laughs> We need to get those nice neoprene mats, and we're probably gonna go with frontline gaming mats because they're my favorite. But yeah, but it's like it, it's just nice when people get on board with what you're about and they want to be a part of it, and yeah. then it, it just becomes its own thing. Like, like that, that's the best part too. Like, you know, even like with me toing Nova, like my my goal for toing Nova isn't to run Nova for the rest of my life. Is to yeah. my goal was to get it up to where I thought that type of event should be at, and I think it's it's almost there. Yeah. Um, what, whether it's this year or next year I think it's going to be there but it's like my goal isn't to make this about me my goal is to just level, bring it up and everyone jump on board and go with it because yeah, like heck I know too Like eventually I'm going to be at the club I'm going to be the old grumpy guy <laughs> that I got annoyed with whenever I started kind of like running the club <laughs> and, and be like oh, I hate change can't believe yeah. they destroyed my game like I'll, you know I'll pro- <sighs> I, I may be there so there's already younger kids there that I'm already looking at. I'm like, you're running. I have to, I told him like, you're running this club one day. Yeah. You're almost there anyway. Yeah. And you want them to be, and that's the thing is that will make it gross when they feel like they can someday, or they have that opportunity or they want to be part of that as opposed to when they come to the club and it's always about Chuck, it's always about Sean, it's always about this or always about that. You know, that stuff only lasts so long, you yeah. know? And it's like, even with the Twitch streamers and, and, and YouTubers and stuff like that, when the people who make it big, Yes, the channels are about them because it's their channel, but when it just feels like it's about them and not even about the miniature painting or about that, and I often say the people that are top tier in this hobby are usually completely the most awesome people you could ever meet. You know, yeah. they're encouraging. They love. It doesn't matter how long you've been painting. They love that you love it, and they will help you any way that they can. You know. The people that are usually dicks in this are the people that feel like they should be more famous and are just angry that they're not because all they care about is getting their name known. Those are the people that are toxic poison, and they usually weed themselves out because nobody wants to deal with that. Yep. 
because there's enough awesome people that you don't have to put up with them. There's enough awesome painters out there that are willing to help and, and build a community and just give that you don't have to put up with miserable people. Yeah, but like I said, that that said, there is already way more good. Oh yeah, than yeah. Those, yeah. Like, those people. Yeah. Let me let me make that very good. Those people are like not even a fraction of a percent. They're very yeah, very rare. Point oh two percent. They don't last very long because they don't get famous. They don't get what they want. And they move on to something else. Yeah, they go fail somewhere else. Yeah, that's exactly it. They fail out. So, outside of that, I, I know the big thing. Like on the last episode with Neil, uh, we got we got preachy and I enjoyed it. Um, are this flat? Oh wait. No, nope, wrong preach. No, no sorry. <laughs> also, it's round. <laughs> it can still be flat and round. Jeez. Okay. Like a coin. Quarters are round, but they're flat. <laughs> See? I just proved the earth is flat. You're welcome, flat earthers. Oh, boy. I can be your savior. If you're a flat earther, <laughs> please stop listening to this podcast because you're an idiot. <laughs> and let me know. I'll give you some money to build yourself a rock and shoot yourself straight <laughs> yeah. off of it and then straight back into it. Uh, but, but the one big thing, I think, from all this uh, quarantine and, and all this going on with with the sickness is the one thing everybody can do to help make themselves better and prevent this is taking care of your body and not saying like you need to go to the gym every day not saying everyone needs to have a six pack and get super lean and all that no no it's just you know eat better um do do some sort of exercise as long as it's like you know walking like for half hour every day like you everyone needs to do something because you have one body and it's like okay we're we're fragile beings like i the most in, yeah. in shape person in the world, there's still a squishy person. In, yeah. You know, this is they put on like a little bit extra layer of, of muscle on the outside, but they're still a squishy person. Yeah, absolutely. So, what have you been doing during all this to help maybe improve your uh, um, your health overall? Really, just a lot of it's been trying to eat healthier, and even before it started, because heart disease runs so rampant both sides of my family, like. The way my family works is either you die out of a heart attack young or you live long enough to completely stroke out and die of a heart attack instantly. Like it, It's like one way or the other on either side of my family. So it's like between already being on cholesterol meds and stuff like that and really not wanting to go out of a heart attack. Look, if I make it to like 90 and die of a heart attack, I'm like, yeah, okay, why not? <laughs> you know, not that I want to go that way, but like I don't want to go out at 45 of a heart attack. You know, right. like that's not the way I want to go out. You know, if I spontaneously combust at 45, I go, that was a pretty cool way to go out. <laughs> not freaking, you know, heart attack. So eating healthier, eating more fruits, eating more natural stuff, eating less of garbage, you know, eating less of even, even with stuff that is good to you, just mass consuming amount of that is never good for you either way. You still can't just, you know, stuff as much as you can in your body at any given moment. Um, you know, which is kind of how the banana thing started on my Twitch, where it was just, I was just trying to eat healthier. And of course, eating bananas is always a volatile thing <laughs> ever. <laughs> if you're eating a banana in, in the company of anybody, it will always go downhill as quick as possible. Especially when you stare at them dead in the eye while you do it. Yes. Blanking, oh, 100%. Like you do. Yes, and eat it from the side, not the end. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of how that started, was eating a banana from the side while staring it, into the camera. Have you heard of, uh, it, I think this was made popular with the the video game Sea of Thieves okay. called Crunching. No. So, so they put it in the game, I think one of the developers did it as a funny little gag, but mm -hmm. it's in the game. You literally eat the banana peel and all 
in that game. <laughs> so like, there's... I've taken a bite from the video with the so, yeah, so like, it's just like you're just trying to like rip it off. So like, I was wondering, if you, sh- you should. Oh my god, you could go that level. I, I've tried. I've like taken a bite out of it with the peel, and it's so gross. It's so bitter. Like it just, I couldn't even. Like my body was like, don't, 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 don't. I had to spit yeah. the peel off because it was like it was so. Like, if you've never tried to eat banana peel, like it, it's the. Like some rinds and some people like I've eaten tangerine peel. Like it's it's yeah, it's not the greatest part of the tangerine on any level, but it's definitely consumable. Like it's not terrible. Yeah, it's just, it is all food. Yeah, you know, the peel of a banana is like a whole different level of just. There's something in it that makes your body go, "Don't do this." Yeah, because it's like it's real tangy, real bitter. Just kind of like I shouldn't be eating this. I shouldn't be eating this. And it was like my body, my mouth was like, "I'm not chewing this. Just get it out of here," you know. <laughs> but yeah, that that's funny. But like that kind of started out just trying to eat healthier and eat better. And, you know, I try to stay active, you know, as much as I can, you know, sitting all day, you know, painting can be tough, but that's why I built a uh, standing painting desk, mm-hmm. you know, where I've actually had people go, is your desk really tall or are you really short? Cause you look like you're standing in front of your <laughs> desk right now. It's like, no, it's, it's, I'm average height, but you know, I build a standing desk so I can actually stand here and paint miniatures if I need to, you know, so really, are you one of those guys that you're like five, eight and you're like, I'm five eleven. I somewhere between five eight and I know I'm not five eleven. I know I'm not. I'm somewhere between five eight and five ten. Somewhere I always forget what I actually am because it's yeah, like you reach a certain point where you stop measuring how tall you are. Yeah, and I can never remember what I actually am. I'm like between five eight and five nine, but that just depends on how much I'm squatting that day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how compressed my spine is. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Um, but like that's that's some of that. And then like one of the nice things about where I live is I live in woods basically. So like there's hundreds of acres and trying to like go out a little bit and the weather has been so spotty here. It's been raining a lot. Yeah. And then we had snow and frost. I just put in a garden actually. Yeah. And, uh, and my my grandfather helped me. He's a garden wizard. So like he came down and helped me out, you know, did seven hours worth of work. I had family over. So they all drank, drank beer. I bought for him and ate food. I bought for him. They watched me work for seven hours. Yeah. I got burned. I got a nice tan already. So I'm pretty happy with that. Um, sexy tan lines. Yeah. But, uh, put your pants back on. (laughs) So the, then the thing happened was I think it, we had snow twice and it's frosted three times. Some like my, my tomatoes are dead, but my, this weather's bananas. My lettuce and my cabbage are doing well still. Oh yeah. They're 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 hardy. So yeah, I think cucumbers are starting to come. Yeah. And onions, but like, still, it's just like, finally get the time to put in a garden like the weather was just I, shit like when it when it snowed what was it last week or something like that two weeks ago two weeks ago i had like an inch and a half of snow in my yard yeah that late you're, upper in the, you're, you're higher in the mountains a little oh, bit yeah, more north yeah i'm on the top of a mountain like literally in the top of a mountain but it's it was like i'm sitting there going it was like 65 degrees two days before this why is there an inch of snow in my yard and oh yeah go, oh it was, it's nice out we can you know because my wife does like multiple raised bed garden uh, what is it mul- multiple raised bed gardens is that the way sure yeah, yeah I mean, I that makes sense i, get, I understand what you mean multiples of those in our yard now like all covered and framed out and like she has strawberry patches and you know this is that and you got carrots and green beans and peas and i don't know what she grows anymore so freaking much of it because she starts all that <laughs> stuff inside with grow lights it looks like we grow pot in our house yeah like if you look at like the back window of our house it's like it looks like either a rave or a pot garden is happening <laughs> one of those two things is definitely happening because all these like grow lights are everywhere nice in like every room like i have hooks in my ceiling so she can hang lights from them and stuff like that and you know but she like that that's like my like i am miniature painting she is with gardening and like she's mm-hmm. like pretty much already thinking about how she's going to do it next year and stuff like that and yeah but, like, she started planting some of that stuff. She goes, I'm pretty sure I just lost all of my peas. 
you know, with yeah. peas or green beans. I can't remember one of those. But she goes, she goes, no, they actually all survived that frost and snow. I couldn't believe it, you know. But it, yeah, this this weather is bonkers. But now, yesterday I built steps on the deck and stuff like that. So I was out yesterday there. was seventy four. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, Sunny. I got burnt. Nice. And, Things must be like low seventies today. It's getting cloudy outside. It's, yeah, today was supposed to be a little bit more random, but. Yeah, I think that's been the worst part is just uh, what we've been in in quarantine that the weather hasn't been great. It's been good on some days. Like I'm, just, yeah. Like I'm getting out for daily walking because it's everything too. Like everyone's like, oh, we're stuck inside. Like don't don't just sit inside. Go out get vitamin D because if you're sitting inside, yeah. Like you're gonna weaken your immune system. So when you do go back out, then yeah, there's gonna be a second wave. Like eat healthy and get outside and get some vitamin D. Yeah. Like I I, I can't like I, said, I can't lie because like I, said, I haven't been hit personally by the. This thing. Yeah. Listen, let's let's all be serious. This is a real thing that's going 100%, 100%. around. It's not. I I, I hate the people who think cults fake, but I also hate the people that are being way too restrictive on on opening back up because we do need to open. Yeah, it's it's, it's one of those yeah. things of the do people need to go out and get their hair dyed because they're gonna die if they don't? No, not necessarily. Do people need to get back to work because they own a salon and now they're having no money? Absolutely. Yes. So there has to be. But then that's figuring out where that norm. It's at. like the things that can open back up should open back up, but the things that can't, where it's like, is it worth risking your life over getting your hair dyed? I don't think so. Do I think the government should step it up? That's what we pay taxes for to be able to help support the people who can't work. Absolutely, and I get that some people are like, oh, so I have to work where those people don't. Look, it's not that they don't want to; it's that they can't. It's not worth someone's life. And my thing is, if my taxes, the way I feel about it, is if my taxes that I pay go to help someone who can't work because it's going to help save someone's life, possibly, absolutely, yeah, yeah absolutely. That's like great stories. So my sister. My my brother's wife's brother has corona. Right, okay. He has no symptoms. They they threw a... He lives with six people, including like a six-year-old little girl. Yep. Who probably all now have it. He got it at a graduation party that decided to throw despite not being allowed to. Mm-hmm. So pretty much everyone there probably has it. And he works at McDonald's, and he's been working there the entire time he's had coronavirus he has, he has with any no symptoms. symptoms. So how many people he possibly gave that to for everyone he serves, like handles, and everything else? It's so weird. It's like it's almost as like there's two different viruses going around. I, I don't. I mean, well, they sure were saying there the are multiple strains of it. But it's just like it's so weird seeing how like yeah, some people are fine and then they're dead, and then yeah. some people are fine, never show symptoms of it whatsoever. And that's the thing is, it, yeah. it just there's so much we don't know about this. And yeah, but it, but it's safe to assume that like. We we people do need to get back to work on some level yeah. because like there is only so much because like you know we had a bad infrastructure we've uh, you know I'm looking forward to see what the new new normal is going to be like a lot more infrastructure in the United States like stop relying yeah, this, on like this, other countries to supply stuff for us like in this mentality like, reliance, this reliance, on, yeah, yeah. reliance on China has been shown how flawed that is like yeah. sure it's been cheap but it's like then that's the other thing too it's like maybe we don't need phones every year it, yeah <laughs> like my phone's still good the priorities need to kind of change as to what we prioritize the fact of living in a country where we're essentially spoiled and protected from so many other things and still out of touch for how the rest of the world lives that we have this mentality of it could never happen to us yeah and then, then there's the other thing too it's like okay well if maybe maybe closing down the entire world as the world have which i mean let, let's be honest too the fact that the world listened to that and it happened it's pretty remarkable as humans that like we actually banded together like that like that's that's awesome but yeah m- maybe it's not about um isolating the the everybody maybe it's about maybe we need to be like okay like 
quickly figure out who is the high risk ones and we need to yeah. take precautions for them so okay so maybe you have to wear a mask but it's to help certain other people i mean like yeah. my, my mom yes. she she had to go through chemo last year because she had breast cancer she's all good now yeah. but she's like you know i'm i was high risk when i was going through chemo but people yeah. weren't mastering flu season it's like you know that's that's the, that, that's the type of thinking that's going to start happening now, which yeah, curious to see how it's all going to happen. Because that's how I saw someone posted online about, you know, it's all this stuff about, you know, fighting for your right to not wear a mask. You know, you're allowed to have that opinion, but at the same token, you still have a responsibility to even help protect other people. Yeah. You know, because it's not, the mask is not just about keeping you from getting it. It's about making sure other people don't get it in case you have it and don't show any symptoms. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of what it was when someone's like, well, people don't wear a flu mask when you have the normal flu. And they said, exactly, maybe we should. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, because... and, it's, it's, it, and there's ways to figure it out, too. Like, I mean, even though it's too, like, first it's like everyone has to wear a mask. It's like, okay, and, and people complied. But now it's like people are doing cool masks. <laughs> yeah, people are embracing it and going for it. And, yeah. you know, I saw one sculptor like, friend I have uh, that I met through Twitch. He's doing, they're actually doing uh, Attack on Titan silicone masks that you can wear for rebreathers. I don't like that. <laughs> no, I know. I, know, <laughs> I, don't, yeah, like, I don't like that. I know. I know. You're me. Like, no, 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 no. no but no, but no, if no. someone wanted to do like a Sub Zero mask, I would. I'd get oh. one. Oh like, yeah. Like right now, I have just a basic camo one because I live in a rural area and someone locally was doing it. So like, you know, gave him some yeah. money, help out. But my yeah. wife's aunt gave me one. It's got like feathers on it or something like that. Yeah, my know. wife's got butterflies. It's you know, so it's like we can we can be creative with it and still have fun. We don't need to wear those. Yeah, embrace it. Yeah. Wear something fun. Just do you know? Go. You know what? It sucks. What it is. No one. Do I like wearing a mask? No. But if I have it and I don't know it, you know, and I accidentally give it to someone else and they die, that's on me. You know, not saying it's my fault I had it, but if there was something I could have done, I would always have to live with that. That if, if I would have wore a mask, would that have saved someone's life? And I don't want to lay awake at night thinking that because that's the way I operate. So in a couple of weeks' time, if, if I'm dead, it's Sean's fault, everybody. And that was part of my plan. Oh, no. <laughs> definitely was Chuck's friend. <laughs> was, yep. Got, got him. <laughs> oh, if this comes true, this is the darkest humor ever. It is. It is. I'll get the podcast out before then. Don't worry. Oh, yes. then we won't hit number 10. It would just, we'll never be official parts. podcast. <laughs> just like split off five minutes of random outtakes. We'll make it 10. Just 10 yeah. That's true. Well, uh, look, I'll make this a thing. If 10 never happens, I'll get the guys together. We'll do it in memorum. 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 Mem- memoriam memoriam there we go thank you yep what's a hard memoriam of chuck episode 10 listen if i go down bury me with all my witch elves <laughs> bury you with all the weight so you don't make your way back up <laughs> <laughs> I'm, see that's why i've been lifting strong enough that i can <laughs> yeah, so you can lift your witch elves that's what you never see in the zombie movies you know you, you know well i mean you see it in some video games but you don't see the you don't see the bodybuilder zombies coming out <laughs> you're, you're screwed you're yep. in trouble but oh, yeah no it's uh it, it's, it's an exciting that... time but like i said i've i've used this opportunity like i said there's different people out there yeah. I, I think during all this that people should have tried to figure out a way to improve themselves in some level yeah absolutely uh, i'm not saying like you needed to do amazing huge things no. but like I, I think if you didn't do something to try and better yourself as a person through all this you've you've what wasted a, some time what a great time some people go oh, i wish i had time to learn a new language learn this or learn that or learn a new hobby or just do something or, learn to cook learn or to... paint your models yeah paint your models yeah this stuff like that well you've been home for two months yeah and that like so, and then 
there is a thing to be said that there is people that have like you know kids homeschool well, kids homeschool but like, like home. depression anxiety like oh, yeah, yeah, there's yeah, a lot yeah. there's a lot of pressure going on right now not bashing like, anyone who didn't for one reason or another yeah but yeah let's let's not the, say that but like the people it, who just do nothing but bitch about this you know yeah. because bitching about it is not going to change it you know it, 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 it you can either embrace it and go what positive thing can i make out of this or yes. can i just wallow in this negativity forever and that's yeah be the difference yeah and i've seen a lot of people like reaching out to different people like hey let's just chat let's make sure like staying connected 100 percent. because like yeah. you know there's a lot of people out there that are suffering from this but yeah. like i said if, yeah, 100%. if like I, said, I i know personally if i had done nothing through all this because i'm not i don't suffer from depression i don't have anxiety issues if i had just done nothing through all this and just kind of like watch tv and did my work from home and did nothing i'd i'd hate myself so much yeah yeah def- like, definitely I, i've been, been cleaning out my basement getting my home gym set up i got a garden put in uh, I've done a lot more stuff around the house. I literally have painted almost pretty much every model I own. Um, <laughs> but you know, that's that's just that is the person that I am. That like I, you know, that you have to figure out where your drives at. But like I said, I think everybody should have hopefully taken the time to, to find some way to better. Whether it's fixing things up around the house, whether it's just trying to maybe like I one thing I've I've been trying to uh, do as well is just reach out more. I am bad at that. Like yeah, I always wait like, for people to reach out to me. As opposed, like, because I'm always fine, because, like... Yeah. But I'm like, like, yeah. like just because I'm fine doesn't mean other people are fine, so trying to reach out to other people. Well, I think that's one of the things that makes our friendship work, is that we're both fine, we can get in touch a lot, and then periods of quiet, and we're fine. You know, oh, because yeah, yeah. It's, we both kind of operate on that same wavelength, you know? But, yeah, but, no, it's, uh... It's been good. And, uh, I mean, we probably start wrapping things up right about now. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, we've, we've hit that hour mark. <laughs> that that glorious hour mark so we've hopefully entertained everybody along the way here listening to sean's story where he came from um so there's one more question before we end here yes uh yes it does look infected chuck we went over this no no not not that one not that one um so you are the the quote unquote official sponsor of the strength hammer podcast but we haven't seen any royalty checks yet like i said i don't like paywalls but i like being paid so when's this happening you keep saying something about some sponsorship my agent told me this was a paid gig. I'm still waiting paid to get on here because, as far as I'm concerned, this is bringing you some publicity. So I don't know. No, no. It, listen, it's been in the show notes since the beginning. You're the official sponsor. I mean, we've put in ads, even though most of them have been cut off because Skype was terrible for recording, <laughs> which we're not doing anymore, which is why we're not cutting off podcasts at the end. But there's plenty of commercials that were out there at some point. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll work out the details. All right. All right. Um, Tell people where they can find you, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, yeah, uh, Facebook. Twitter, Twitch, Instagram. Home address. YouTube, Facebook, all of it's Brush for Hire. It's spelled out B-R-U-S-H-F-O-R-H-I-R-E. And you have the top hat logo pretty much. Yeah, pretty much everywhere uniform, for the most yeah. part. That or a picture of me in a unicorn onesie thing. Or, yeah, that's a good one. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's one way or the other. But you'll know when you find Brush for Hire. So. And uh, as for me, you can find me at Instagram and Twitter at strengthhammer underscore or strengthhammer.net strengthhammer on youtube oh yeah we 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 hit a, a hundred subscribers on youtube so we oh, actually awesome. are youtube.com slash something slash strengthhammer so should be able to find us a little bit easier too so that's that's exciting but yeah nice. 